Hi, you guys. I'm your host, Shahari Jones, and welcome to another episode of Dating with Herpes. It is my prayer, as always, that you find this episode inspirational and informative. I'm going to tell you something. I'm trying not to be um, dark. I've actually recorded and re-recorded this episode as far as the introduction um, three times already. Um, This is day two of my city going through riots and looting. And um, it's hard. It's it's a really hard time right now. I know that a lot of us are angry um, and frustrated because we feel like our voices are not being heard and we're not being treated equally as other races in this country. It's obvious that, you know, this is this is not um, something made up in our in our heads. It's obvious that we're not being treated the same way as other races. Um, and I just don't understand why that is. I don't understand why our world has not evolved. Like we're still going through things that happened 50 years ago, you know, and it's, it's just sad. Having said that, I don't believe the answer is looting and rioting as much as I know how frustrated it, frustrating it is that our voices are not being heard. I feel that looting and rioting only proves to the people who hate us why they hate us. Um, I don't know exactly what it's going to take for people to, to stop seeing us as a color and seeing us as human beings. We're all human beings and we should be treated as such. We shouldn't be shot down in the street just because or seen a certain way just because of the color of our skin is very disheartening and I actually wasn't going to do this episode today because of what's going on on top of there being a pandemic we have now this going on and it's just it's just very sad times And I had debated on whether or not I was going to do this episode. I really actually haven't done much research. But when I looked at um, my channel, I saw that I only did one episode this month. So I wanted to come on and at least give you what I have. Um, I don't even remember what the last episode was, but I did remember that I was I was going to talk to you guys about um, Dr. Sabi and um, his claim to cure all diseases. So that's what I'm going to talk about. So let's get started. So the last time I talked to you guys, I gave you kind of a snippet of what I was going to talk about this episode, and it was the Dr. Sabi's method of curing all diseases. And... Um, I told you I purchased this book off of Amazon. The book is by Karen Hendry. And the title of the book is Dr. Sabi Cure for um, Herpes. A simple guide on how to cure herpes simplex virus using Dr. Sabi's alkaline diet eating method. Now, I've been um, I've been heard about Dr. Sabi's. I've heard about Dr. Sabi's 
for about three or four years. And, and it's Dr. Sabi. I don't know why I always add an extra S, but it's Dr. Sabi, S-E-B-I. And um, he doesn't just talk about curing herpes. He talks about curing AIDS. He talks about curing diabetes. He talks about curing arthritis, anything that ails our body. He believes that there's a cure for it through having a alkaline diet, a less acidic um, diet, and um, a mucusless diet. And um, I wanted to do some research on methods of, you know, what his methodology was um, and how to actually do the diet. So I purchased this book off of Amazon thinking that since it had the word guide in the title, <laughs> that it would be a guide on how to do the Sabi diet. Makes sense, right? Well, when I got the book in the mail, it was in an Amazon envelope, which was the first indication that I didn't get what I paid for. When I took the book out of the envelope, it was a very small book 80 pages and so well maybe it really is just like you know a little pamphlet and it'll be you know a quick read just to show just to give you guidance on what to to do so I started reading the book I went to my mom's house two weeks ago and I spent a week with her and I took the book with me to read at night because my mom goes to sleep relatively early and I said well at night I'll read the book and take notes and you know I'll be prepared to tell you guys about it well when I started reading the book it starts off telling the history of Dr. Sabies where he comes from he's actually from Honduras um he wasn't born um with the last name Sabie he actually his real last name is actually um Alfredo Bowman and he was born in Honduras he's not a real doctor which I knew that he's not a real doctor he goes by Dr. Sabi because a lot of people have sought him out since he claims to cure um, diseases um, Dr. Sabi himself actually um, suffered from a lot of the things that we suffer today um, he was diabetic. He had hypertension. He was obese. Um, and I think a, a few other things that he suffered from. And he was seeking uh, a regular doctor to help treat these things. Um, but I think what I read is that, not in this book, but just on my own research, is that he was still not as healthy as he wanted to be even after taking medications. So he went to a, um, a herbalist in Mexico who treated him and showed him how to eat to live, which we all know that's the way we should be eating. But here in modern times and in America, we eat for enjoyment and um, we don't eat just to live. We, we live to eat basically. And I'm, I'm, I am, uh, 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 someone who eats to, um, lives to eat. I, I enjoy eating. Um, but this herbalist not only showed him how to, 
eat to live, but showed him the healing properties of herbs and roots and all of that stuff and how to cleanse out your body of toxins that the food that we eat now creates in our bodies. Um, So that's how he came to be Dr. Sabi. Um, So the book talked about that. And um, as I got into chapter two, I noticed that the book started repeating itself all the way through to the, I think about the fourth chapter, it was still repeating himself. And so I was like, well, when is it going to get to the guide? Because this book is only 80 pages. And when I finally got to where it started talking about um, foods and stuff like that, it actually only named like a couple of herbs. It talked about dandelion roots. It talked about um, basil. Talked about, um, what is it, lavender oil and olive leaf extract. Each one of those um, things I just mentioned had its own two pages worth of information. After that, it talked nothing else about herbs. It never talked about the diet. It actually said, referred the reader to Dr. Sabi's website um, when it came to the guide. It didn't even guide anything. This book was $9.99 that I threw in the trash. Everything that it talked about, I could have researched on my own. So do I recommend (laughs) this book? Um... Dr. Sabi Cure for Herpes, written by Kieran Hendry. Absolutely not. Save your money. Do your own research. And that's all I'm going to say about that book, okay? <laughs> so the rest of this episode, which is, it is going to be a quick episode. Um, I'm just going to talk a little bit about um, what I got off of the Dr. Sabi website. Um. Now, in the website, doctors, the whoever wrote this page um, says, according to Western medical research, disease, diseases are a result of a host being infected with a germ, virus, or bacteria. And what it says is that modern medicine or Western medicine um, basically just tries to treat the infection, treat the virus, treat the bacteria. It doesn't try to cure um, a lot of diseases that we have. And what it shows, what it says is that Dr. Sabre's approach was what is called an African biomineral balance. And, um, And this is comprised of natural plants Um, which helps to promote an alkaline um, body, an alkaline um, alkalization, I don't know if that's a real word, (laughs) of the body. Um, And it says that that the African biomineral balance replaces depleted minerals and rejuvenates damaged cell tissues eroded by acid 
a as the acid disease state. So basically, what Doctor Doctor Sabies, um, I don't know why I keep adding the S to the last his name, but what Doctor Sabi um, is saying, or what he is teaching, or what he taught, because he's no longer he's deceased, he's no longer alive. But what he taught was that the food that we eat, the pro, the pro the um the um, processed foods that we eat, a lot of the meats that we eat, um, the sweets that we eat, um, builds up acid in our body. These are things that were not supposed to be ingested in our body in the first place. These are man-made materials. Even the sugars that we eat are genetically modified. And um, these were not supposed to be consumed and digested in our body. And so our body as a result becomes acidic because it's trying to, um, it's working overdrive, trying to digest these foods that are foreign, that has no nutritional value, that is actually toxic to our body. And um, it becomes, our body becomes acidic. It throws off our pH balance. And that's what actually causes the different um, problems that we have. It throws off our immune system, which then allows us to be susceptible to different types of viruses and diseases. So basically, um, Dr. Sabi's diet helps to promote a more alkaline um, state to where it's less acid in the body. It levels the acidity in the body and returns the body back to its normal pH. All right. So I read on in, um, off the website and it's, I'm just going to read this. It says our research reveals that all manifestations of diseases finds its genesis when there, when, and where the mucous membrane has been compromised. For example, if there's excess mucus in the bronchial tubes, the disease is bronchitis. If it's in the lungs, meaning if it's mucus in the lungs, then it's the disease, then the disease, excuse me, is pneumonia. If the mucus is in the pancreatic duct, then it's diabetes. If the mucus is in the joints, then it's arthritis. So the mucus actually comes up, I believe, and I may be wrong, the mucus actually forms um i believe as a barrier and and let me hold let me hold that for a minute i'm gonna look at that information real quick all right hey are you there are you listening come here i got a secret to share with you it's a private group on facebook called dwh <laughs> hey, you guys, it's your girl, Yahira Jones. Yes, I've created a private Facebook group called DWH, which stands for Dating with Herpes. So how do you get to this group? Well, you have to go to facebook.com forward slash one. Again, that is facebook.com forward slash Y-A-H-I-R-A dot J-O-N-E-S dot 
the number one. That's the first step. Once you're there, I need you to send me an inbox message stating that you would like to join the Dating with Herpes private group. Once you've sent me that message, I will send you an invitation so that you can join the link. Now, this is a brand new page, so there's not a lot of content on the Hybrid Jones profile page, but I do have content on the group page. So again, go to my Facebook page, yahira.jones.1. Send me an inbox message saying that you would like to join the group and then I will send you an invitation. That's the only way to join at this time, but I want this to be a place where all of my listeners can come, share their stories with other listeners, and just be a community with each other. There are other, of course, herpes sites out there on Facebook, but this one I've created especially for you. So join me there. See you soon. So I just did a quick search and mucus, like I said, um, helps to protect the body. It serves to protect, um, well, actually it's essential for body function and acts as a protective and moisturing layer to keep critical organs from drying out. Mucus also acts as a trap for um, irritants, excuse me, like dust, smoke, and bacteria. It contains antibodies and bacteria-killing enzymes to help fight off infection. So basically, when our bodies are working over, like our immune system is working, right? If there's something foreign or toxic in our body, our immune system works to create a mucus. But, and the mucus helps to protect, but then what happens is if there's, Access, as it says, um, in the body, if it's excess mucus, that actually can be damaging, right? Like if it's in the lungs, and I'm reading, I'm sorry, if it's in the lungs, if it's mucus in the the um, in the pancreas, if it's mucus on your joints, which I you know suffer from, um. It's arthritis. So, and I'm sorry, I'm reading this as I'm telling you guys. So what Dr. Sabi's plan does is it helps to um, first cleanse the body of any toxins. And then based on the type of foods that is selected in the guide, those foods are supposed to give you the nutrients needed to heal the body. So I'm going to talk a little bit about, um, I'm sorry, excuse me. I'm going to talk a little bit about what type of foods, um, and it's a very restrictive diet. I don't believe this, um, diet consists of any meat. So you're basically a vegan. Um, yeah, it's no meats, um, no, um, no, um, dairy, it's all fruits, vegetables, but the fruits are also restricted. Dr. Sabi's um, theory is that if the fruit doesn't have if the fruit or the vegetable doesn't come from a seed, then it's manufactured. And I believe that too. I believe that too. It, every 
fruit should be yielded from a seed. And if it's not a seed, then it was made by a man somewhere. Like the seedless watermelons. I don't trust that. I don't really like watermelons to begin with, but I definitely don't do the seedless watermelons. Now, I I have been good at eating seedless grapes for years. I think I still eat seedless grapes. But in the Dr. Sabies plan, that's a no-go. That's a no-go. So I'm just going to talk about, um, and this all, this information all could be found on Dr. Sabi Cell Food um, Guide, Nutritional Guide, and Sabi is S-E-B-I. Um, as far as vegetables go, um, it looks like a variety of greens, any type of greens except for um, iceberg lettuce. Avocado, bell pepper, cucumber with seeds, um, kale, mushrooms, okra, olives, onions, squash. Um, now, this is where we get into the um, limitations. Now, he has tomatoes on this guide. Um, and we, as we know, tomatoes have seeds. But for some reason, he limits the types of tomato only to cherry and plum tomatoes. None of the, like, um, what you call it, the, um, what you call it? I forgot what they call those big, um, those big, um, tomatoes that I love, but I do eat plum tomatoes, so I'm, I'll be good on that. Zucchini, watercress, um, wild arugula, um, then they have, he has, um, garbanzo beans, cactus, um, sea vegetables, I guess, like, um, like, um, what is it? Um, sea moss, I believe stuff like that. Then we come to the fruits, apples, bananas, um, berries, but no cranberries, elderberries, cantaloupe, cherries, figs, dates, um, grapes that with seeds, um, key limes, not just lime, but key limes, mangoes, melons, papayas, peaches, oranges. Um, let's see, pickle pear, prunes, raisins that has seeds. Even though I don't like those type of raisins. Um, <laughs> and soursop. Now I've been hearing a lot about soursop. Um, I don't know where to get them. Maybe you have to go to like an Asian, <coughs> excuse me, go to an Asian store. Um, but I've been hearing a lot of good stuff about that. Um, as far as teas, he limits it to chamomile, elderberry, fennel, ginger, raspberry, tilla, and burdock. And then as far as grains, he limits it to wild rice, tef, T-E-F, split, spilt, S-P-E-L-T, I know I'm not pronouncing that right, quinoa, rye, kamut, K-A-M-U-T, um, I don't even know. A-M-A-R-A-N-T-H. Those are some of the grains. Then nuts and seeds, he limits it to hemp seeds, raw sesame seeds, raw um, sesame butter, walnuts, and Brazil nuts. So no peanuts, no sunflower seeds. Um, Which is funny because if it's a seed and you can only eat fruits that yield seeds, then why can't you eat some of the... Well, then I, I could also question why you can't eat regular tomatoes. Anyway, um, olive oil, um, the only ones that you could should be 
should cook is avocado oil, hemp seed, sesame seed, and grape seed. He has on here olive oil and coconut, but do not cook those. And then, um, let's see what else he has. Sweets, he says that you can use pure agave syrup or dates sugar. And then for salt, use pure sea salt or powdered granulated seaweed. And then for spices, he has basil, bay leaf, cloves, dill, oregano, savory, um, sweet basil, tarragon, and thyme. And then um, for spicy flavors, he has sage, habanero, onion powder, cayenne, and don't know how to pronounce this. For the full list, you can, like I said, go to drsaybcellfood.com to see. Now, some of the important things that he says to remember, if a food is not listed on this nutritional guide, it is not recommended. It recommends to drink a gallon of natural spring water. So no alkaline water, just regular spring water. Um, it's if you purchase any of his products to take it one hour prior to to your regular medications. Um, And it does state here that they should have no interaction with any of your um, regular medicine. But I recommend that you tell your doctor whatever you're taking. If you're taking high blood pressure medication, then tell your doctor that you're thinking about taking these um, herbs Um, just as a rule of thumb, just to be safe. Um, what else is it says? No animal products, no dairy, fish, no hybrid food, no alcohol. Oh Lord. <laughs> um, so no alcohol. Okay. What if it's tequila? Isn't it, doesn't tequila comes from agave? Um, but no, no, no alcohol. Natural grain veins are alkaline based. It is recommended that you consume only grains listed on the guide. Um, let's see what else it says here. Avoid using a microwave to, it will kill your food. I've never heard that. It will kill your food. So I guess you have to cook everything. And no canned or seedless fruits. And I guess vegetables for that matter. All right. So that's his guide. Everything else, um, I didn't see anything about the herbs, how to take those there. Like I said, I, I guess I'm going to have to do a little bit more research. Um, I will say this. As I'm looking at one of his YouTube videos um, on his page, I tried to, I tried to listen um, to a video that he did, and it was very lengthy. And I was at work at the time. This was a couple of years ago, and I didn't listen to the whole thing. But I think I'm gonna listen to a couple of more videos. But he has a very heavy dialect so it's, it was kind of hard for me to understand him a little bit um so I think that was another reason why I didn't listen to the entire video but I will try to to um listen again so that's it for me y'all I know this this video or this um episode probably isn't as informative as I would have liked it to be um going forward I am starting tomorrow I plan to go to the grocery store I plan to go to Whole Foods tomorrow just to get started on the vegan walk and I'm going to actually go off of this list 
I've been vegan before. I'm actually not vegan, but I've been vegetarian before. I tried veganism for a couple of weeks and then I reverted back to being a vegetarian. But I was a vegetarian for two years. So I don't think it will be a very hard transition. I think the first couple of weeks are going to be a little difficult. Um, I think when I start dating again, it'll be a lot more difficult. But seeing how I am you know, at home and I'm cooking my own meals already, I think the transition should be fairly easy. If anybody is interested in trying the Dr. Sabi diet, hit me up at Yahira Jones Hope at um, gmail.com. That is Y-A-H-I-R-A-J-O-N-E-S-H-O-P-E at gmail.com. Let me know that you're going to try it so that we can kind of um, help each other out and kind of bounce off of each other's ideas and and share our journey together. I want to send a shout out to everyone who has sent me emails um, this last couple of weeks. Um, I really appreciate um, reading your emails. If I have not responded to you yet, I am going to respond. I respond to all of my emails. Um, Also, in the next couple of weeks, I hope to have a a very good episode next week. One of the um, people that reached out to me via email has agreed to do an interview. Um, And it's going to be a male perspective on having the virus. I think that's going to be very interesting to hear. Um, Just another little update. I know that the last time um, I talked to you guys, I I had mentioned um, a guy from my past um, that has come back into my life. Um, We didn't date in the past. We were just friends. But now that he's come back into my life, he is interested in dating. Um, We've been talking. I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know. I still don't know. I have not told him yet. Part of me not telling him yet is because we've known each other for 20 years. And I know as a friend that he sees me in a certain light. So it's very sensitive. But I have decided to tell him tonight. Um, I finally told him, you know, he asked me what I was going to be doing today. And I said, well, I'm going to work on my podcast. And um, he said, well, what is your podcast about? And I paused. Um, because I didn't want to give too much detail without telling, I haven't told him yet. And this was via text, I should add. And, um, I said, I want to tell you, cause he was like, send me a link so that I can hear it. And I said, I would love to do that, but I want to talk to you about the content first. So I told him to call me later tonight cause he had his son with him. I said, call me when you're, you know, by yourself so I can tell you what it's about. I don't want to send you this link and then you'd be surprised um, by the content. So I want to discuss what the content is about before you listen to it. And so he said, okay. So I guess I'm going to have that conversation. And it's not that I'm scared. I just want to be, it's a little sensitive. Um, seeing how that he has known me for so long and this is something I had never told him. Because you guys know, I don't tell this. I haven't told a lot of my family members. My sister doesn't even know. She may speculate. She may speculate, but she has never come and asked me and I've never told her. Um, But I only tell people who I feel need to know. Um, And that's people that I'm having sex with and that's my closest friends. 
So um, me and him, you know, even though I've known him for 20 years, we, excuse me, drifted apart. We weren't close, but we've been in each other's, via Facebook, we have stayed in touch. I should say it that way. So um, I'm going to tell you guys how that turns out on the next episode. Wish me luck. I'm not scared, but I'm hopeful that, you know, that it ends well. Um, that the outcome is well, because I'm, I'm starting to like him a little bit. Like I'm seeing, you know how when a person, um, is trying to pursue you that were, that you were once friends with, you start to see them in a different light because they're coming at you in a different light. Like (laughs) I never really, I saw him that way, but I didn't really think I had a chance with him. And I'll get into that. If, if this goes well, I'll, I'll talk about how we met and um, who he is, um, if all goes well. All right, so I'm babbling now. I'm gonna let you guys go. Regardless of what's going on in this world, um, I want you guys to be encouraged. Um, I know that dating is probably definitely difficult now, but just be encouraged. Um, And that's all I'm gonna say. I'm just gonna close it out like that. Until next time, I'm your host, Shahara Jones. Be safe and God bless.